One, two, three. Hey guys, welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast. My name is Cheyenne. I am the mama of the girls. It is Wednesday. This episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about how to pick a good babysitter. Because it is a weird time. It is still this pandemic out here, this COVID out here. It's crazy. I do not want a stranger in my house. Shout out to Tamia. I do not want to drop my kids off to a stranger's house or a strange place that I'm not familiar with so they can babysit my kids for whatever I have to do either. But if you need a sitter, here are some things that you can do to make sure you have the right sitter for what you need to do. Welcome to Cozy One. Thank you guys for supporting the Cozy Moon Podcast. I am Shan. I am a mom and I create several podcasts. Cozy Moon Podcast is a podcast that I started in February of 2018. So uh, we are coming up on the end of this year and I appreciate you guys this podcast is brought to you by Red Circle. Red Circle is a web-based platform that goes ahead and provides podcasters and creators a platform to distribute monetize and cross-promote with other podcasters about what their podcast is and their show that I tell you that it gives great analytics and it doesn't stunt your growth of what you want for your podcast. So if you're looking for a new podcast platform, it's only web-based for now. Um, They are thinking about an app, but for right now, it's free. It gives you all the platforms. It tells you all the places that people are listening to your show. It is Red Circle, okay? Try it today. Look at it today. And if you're looking to get merch, it's the Cozy Womb Shop on Teespring. The link is in the bio at Cozy Womb Pod on IG and Twitter. And if you just want to donate to the show, the link is in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. All right, so you need a sitter and you want to know how to pick a good sitter. And when you do, what should you do? Let me tell you. All right, I'm going to give you the good news first. And I'm going to give you a little story of what happened when I was babysitting um, when I was younger. And I learned a hard lesson. But mm, let's give you the good stuff first. So the first thing you want to do is ask the people around you that you trust if they know of a good sitter or somewhere that you can take your kids, what would they recommend, or someone that does watch kids um, that might be close to you, that can be an option, you know, if you want to do like a date night or you need to go to a special event just to have them as like an emergency sitter person. Because we all have functioning lives out here and we all have times where we just cannot bring the kids. So that's a good thing to do. Second thing is you should research and talk slash meet the person more than one time before you let them keep your kids or come to your home and watch your kids, all right? Meet them, talk to them more than once. Third thing you should do is speak to the past families that have used them as a sitter in the past, get their honest feedback, 
ask around, um, ask the right questions. Don't be afraid to be upfront and direct and um, really trust your instincts about people because people are out here trying to swindle and do so many things, but there are also great people out here that honestly would like to do your favor by watching your kids and they would like to get paid for it, okay? Um, You can try Sitter City, um, but that does charge you as a parent a membership fee for a year and you do go through a lot of different people that can watch your kids at minimum a lot of times it's like $12 per hour um some people want $15 per hour some people have stipulations things they won't do things they will do so you can do that route that route does do background checks which is a great thing something that you don't have to do or you can do background checks on your own um the fourth thing that you can do to pick a good sitter is talk to your kids. Talk to your kids about being open to you about what's going on when you're not around, um, what they should look for in people if they feel uncomfortable, what are some things that they can do with you, what is like your um, emergency safe word if they call you and they don't feel comfortable and they want you to come pick them up. Like that is your child and You have to trust the fact that your child may not like somebody. You may not know right off top what's wrong and why they don't like them. But if y'all had a previous conversation, you have a safe word or something that they can share with you. They feel like you would trust them and take their word for it. Don't ever make your child feel like they're not telling the truth or they're just making it up or, or you can't be trusted. Your child needs to be able to come to you. So if I don't want to leave my children with anybody that they're not comfortable with, because I know children, they just have like an instinct that a lot of adults forget that they once had as kids. So keep that in mind. The fifth thing you want to do, especially if you have someone coming to your home, your place of peace is get Wi-Fi cameras. Get Wi-Fi cameras for the door, for the living room, the bedroom, uh, ones that don't, they're not in the bathroom, but face the bathroom opening. So you can tell, engage, and some of the cameras you can move um, digitally to look in the house and just make it very, make it a very simple environment where they don't have to dig for stuff. They don't have to be in rooms long with your kids or they don't have to do all of these um, very touchy-feely things with your kids while you're gone because you already did that already. So what I like to do is like before I take my kids to people's homes, if they're going to sleep over, is I like to be the one to give them a bath first and you just get into your pajamas and boom. You're already ready for bed whenever they say it's time for y'all to go to bed. So people don't have to be around my kids naked. Um, As far as like food, if I don't know how they cook or what they cook or how clean they cook or prep their food, I will cook my kids food, put it in containers and have it in the back so they can put it in the fridge. Don't even have to think about it. I know my kids is going to eat it because I cook it for them all the time. Like, make make the process very simple for whoever is babysitting your kid because you just don't want any unnecessary emergencies, okay? The sixth thing you want to do is check in often. You can text. 
You can FaceTime. Um, the girls usually have their iPads a lot. I don't let them take their iPads out the house, just preventative reasons. But if they're at home, they can FaceTime me. Um, they can call me. They can text me. And so just keep open communication. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. There, so it doesn't feel like, oh, you just left a stranger in your house and they're watching your kids and you just hope everything is okay, right? Um, the seventh thing that you would want to do is do not stay gone long if you don't really know the person that's watching your kids for a long time. Go to whatever you're going to, you know, see who you need to see, have drinks, talk, and make make your way back. You know what I'm saying? You don't want people lingering, who are wandering, who are curious, who are digging, who are searching, who are browsing, and you just don't. Okay? It's a just go and come back, all right? Um you'd want to the eighth thing you want to do is leave at least three emergency contact numbers just in case they can't get you. Because the reality is a lot of times when parents go out, wherever they're going, it's loud, there's music, there's talking, and the odds that we're going to hear our phone or see a text that you sent right when you send it is rare. Unless that parent is just really anxious and full of anxiety and she's always checking her phone and she's always checking in, which could be annoying to the sitter, but it just depends on if it's a new sitter or you're used to, you know, taking your kid here or them being at the house and it's not a big thing. But you always want to keep open communication open and let the emergency people that are on that that list know that, hey... There's a sitter there, so if they don't get me, they might text you. So if you see a text from this person or this number, this is who it is. So they have like a heads up. And the ninth thing you want to do is do as much prep to prevent extreme involved cooking, bedtime, uh, setup, or getting dressed things. Like I said before, when it comes to my kids getting dressed or being naked or getting baths, or uh, being fed, I like to keep it at a minimum for people to do extra things and get it out the way if I could get it out the way. As much as I can prep, I would like to prep. So, story time. So when I was, I want to say when I was 11 
or 12, um, my mom, we lived in Maryland and my mom would, um, babysit kids at the apartment. That's how she made, um, her money. And she, uh, was a seamstress on the side and she would make money from her clients that way. And she was watching, uh, this lady's, uh, two kids. I'm not going to say their names because I don't know where they are in life now. And so, um, it was a boy and a girl. The boy was a bit older. Like, um, I think the boy was like four three or four and the the girl was like I want to say eight nine ten months and um she would bring the kids over to the apartment um and my mom would watch them but this night she was going out and my mom for whatever reason uh couldn't leave the house because I think she was watching other kids and she couldn't leave the house to go to the lady's house to watch her kids. So the lady had asked me if I could just come over and stay at the house and watch them for a few hours until she got back from whatever she was doing. I didn't have any problem with it. Um, I was pretty responsible. I helped my mom with the kids sometimes when I was home after school. So to me, it wasn't really a big deal, but I was cool with her son. The baby was one of those like, um, Sometimes she's happy, a lot of times she's miserable and whiny and really demanding and I was cooking um I was cooking oodles and noodles. Very basic. Very easy. My 7-year-old could make it, right? I was cooking oodles and noodles and I was offering the both the kids, you know, do you want this to eat? Do you want that to eat? No, no, no. You know, I'm just like, okay. So finally it got to a point where I guess they, they were really hungry. The son, the toddler was pretty cool about it. You know what I'm saying? All right, just tell me when it's ready. And I remember putting the oodles and noodles in a bowl and put it, putting it on the counter. And um, the little eight or 10 month old was like kind of trying to walk, but crawling mostly at that time and I didn't push the bowl further enough up on the counter and the toddler pulled down the bowl of oodles and noodles onto herself and that broke me because it was very hot and it did burn her and from that time on since I was 11 I never watched people's kids no, it was a no for me because I was, I felt instantly horrible. I felt guilty. I felt stupid. Um, I had to call her mom. I had to call um, the ambulance because her skin was just like rolling on her chest because it was so hot. She was screaming. She was crying. I, I was calling my mom. I was so upset and disappointed in myself and I just could not believe that it happened just like that so quick. So when it comes to my kids, I'm always trying to prevent accidents from happening by being preventative and by going for the older sitter, the more experienced, the more uh, seasoned than, you know, someone who's young who feels like they think they could watch kids because anything can happen. And small accidents like that do happen. And I just hope that that child wherever she is is 
older and that scar has healed and it's not something that she has to deal with on an everyday basis where she feels bad about herself because of that. And even now, like thinking about it, you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. It was so many years ago, and I feel horrible 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 about it I don't even know how her mom feels I felt so bad like oh it was such a disappointment but that is my that is why I'm so like anal when it comes to my kids being with people and being at their houses because I know it only takes a second for things to happen and with kids you can't always prevent emergencies but you can prevent emergencies as much as you can but some of them are just not gonna be preventable so that is my story and just pick a well-seasoned sitter someone who's not going to want to be on their phone all the time or social media someone who's alert aware and um it's just gonna make you feel like "Ah, i made a good choice so that is how you pick a good sitter I hope I helped. Um, I hope that I gave you some insight on what to do. I appreciate everybody for listening. Thank you for checking out Cozy Womb Podcast. I will be doing a live with Moms of Melanin on Saturday. So keep an eye open for that on IG. Other than that, I will check you guys Friday. Peace. Four, five, six, seven, eight.